welcome back. Episode 34 of the Rice and Slice Golf Show Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Thank you guys for being here. My name is Theo. Gentlemen, to my left. <laughs> we still haven't figured that out. <laughs> it's Chen Meng. Welcome back. Glad you're here. Uh, I don't know if you're watching. I don't know if you're listening. Whatever you're doing, thank you for being here. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe. Please like the video. Just, I don't know, get in touch, send us questions. I don't know, just just, just be nice to us. We're new to this. <laughs> I will back. say, I mean, I will say, you know, we've been getting some good amount of communication from, well, I, I don't, I wouldn't say fans, but people who are like listeners, right? Big time. Some good feedback, actually. Big time. So, and I think that really makes us proud because if you know that we're actually, we have people who listen to our banter. Like, you know, literally we have fellow golfers who are just as addicted to golf as we are, yep. who talk similar crap about golf as we do. And, you know, we've, and our videos and our you know down some things that we talk about we'll get plenty of sort of positive comments you know thinking that you know okay absolutely what we think is right up you know contrarily um have people saying that your opinion you know theo chenji you're absolutely crap which yeah. will take hey yeah. absolutely you know like not everybody is right and we really encourage having some debates what you guys think is right what you think is wrong but just creating you know actually just creating a you know, a good conversation about it, right? Don't get nasty. Don't be yeah. friendly, right? But, you know, we're all here just having a good time for the love of this sport. So here you, we are. You said it perfectly. <laughs> I mean, we do have some, uh, some, like you said, listeners of the podcast, shall we say. Uh, we do get, I, we actually get like a lot more messages on Instagram than what I expected to get, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, people saying, oh yeah, I love the podcast. Or even if we're like a day late of posting, because sometimes kind of life kind of comes at us. And, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, that might happen. They're like, where's the podcast? Is everything okay? Like when, when we had a couple of weeks off, uh, when you weren't, when I wasn't well and you were like away in, in, in New York or whatever, but I had a couple of messages saying, guys, like, where are you? It's nice. Um, and quickly, I just want to give a shout out to Josh Holmes. Josh, I know you're listening. Uh, thank you for sticking with us. Last time I did give him a shout out a few episodes ago and I called him John instead of Josh. So uh, and and he let that he definitely let me know that I made a mistake. So, Josh, hi. <laughs> uh, he we I've I've actually uh, told you Chenji about this. Well, I didn't we didn't really speak about it. Josh has some vouchers to go to. Is it the is it Close House in Newcastle? Is that what it's called? Yeah, no way. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's uh, Lee Westwood's um, yes home club. Yes. So um, he might be our little in to go and play at Close House, which would be incredible. So yeah, oh, hi, hi, Josh. But then again, it's not just Josh. There's a bunch of people on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, obviously, I wasn't prepared to give a shout out. So uh, I'm sorry if I've left people out, but you, you know who you are. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of like decent communications that are going on on, on, on over on, on Instagram. So go over on in the Instagram, Rice and Slice podcast. Uh, give us a follow. Give us a message. If you've got any questions, if you want to swear at us, say disagree with us, whatever you want to do, like we're not bothered. As long as you... you you're part of the community. That's all we want. And again, just like Chenji said, we're not professionals. We're just fans of the sport. And all we're doing is just giving our opinion on certain subjects. Uh, and that's all we can do, right? I think that's fair to we're say. Like, we're like the, you know, what's it called? There's a saying of like armchair CEOs. We're like the definition of like armchair golf pros. Not even pros, but would be like the kind of people sitting, sitting like, you know, watching telly, right? Watching, yeah. you know, 
Dell match play, right? And they're saying like, how can he miss that putt? We could have clearly made that putt. And yeah, perfect. Like, or you know, like, or when like you're watching us. football <laughs> and you're like, oh, that was definitely an offside. Come on, ref. That was a foul. Come on, you ref. Know? Exactly. Yeah, we're, we're basically, all we're doing is just giving our opinion. <laughs> um, the only difference is obviously we're quite obsessed about the sport, just like probably you lot that are listening as well. Like there's no may way I, you found may this. May I say, we're just giving our crap opinions yeah. but making it like, but putting a, a fun spin to it. Well, right? so, I mean, we're trying. You know, whether or not it's fun and people are enjoying it, that's a different story, like, right? Don't take it seriously, but also mm. take it seriously. You know what Basically, I mean? Basically, yeah. <laughs> like when we say something that you agree with, uh, you agree with, then yes, take it seriously. But if something that you don't agree with, like just ignore that. Don't, don't take it seriously. I think I think that's fair to say. Or just comment something nasty. Just again, don't comment anything nasty. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Or that. So yeah, yeah, where do you want to kick off? I've, well, got, I've actually got some topics. I've got some bits. Um, sweet. I don't know where to start I mean, from. Do you want to start? I mean, I just want to start. I mean, have you been watching the match play game? Uh, they'll match. Go. Uh, okay. Match I'm, play. So I'm okay. You start. You go, because I I've probably watched from the Dell match play. Maybe in total of over the four days, six shots. Not even. No way. Not even like six hours or six minutes. Or I've seen six shots. I've been oh, wow. so busy, Chenji, over the weekend. Um, work, life. I, w- I went out yesterday for my cousin's birthday. It was really good. I, we watched zero golf. So please, uh, I've obviously, I've got bits to talk about. You know, I've got the basics of who won, who didn't win, where did everyone finish. Uh, but I, 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 I don't know what happened. So Chenji, please enlighten us. No, I mean, to be fair... I mean, I've been watching a lot of the match play because, first of all, it's my favorite, absolute favorite format, which is match play because people go aggressive. Yeah. You're going to see some of the most wonderful shots and some of the most crappy shots yeah. in match play formats, right? Yeah. Um, and you've got, obviously, a very strong feel from the PGA Tour. But I won't talk a lot about that. The only thing I really wanted to say was, like, how pointless is the sort of the f- the, 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 the match for third place, the third and fourth place? Well, it's like... <coughs> It's it's like the comparison would be the World Cup, yeah. Like the uh, the, the the what's it called the um, the final for the world. The, what's it called the, the match for third yeah, yeah, place? Yeah, 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 yeah. It just feels like so pointless. And I think a lot of people going into the final, right, and then into the semis, right. And the semis was um, McElroy, uh, Rory versus Cam Young. Yeah, which and then it was Scottish oh, yeah. Scheffler versus Sam Burns. Yeah. Now, obviously, all four players are absolutely like you know amazing professionals, but yeah. I think a lot of people, most people, right, um, expected yeah a final face-off between Rory and Scotty, which would right? make sense. And I'm glad which that would didn't make happen. sense. I'm really glad that didn't happen. And you know, which makes sense, and also kind of like you know where the game was going after the front after the front nine. Um, actually, it feels like yeah, you know that was basically what was going to happen, right? Scotty versus uh, McElroy. But then it was like in a spectacular turn of sort of like in a very dramatic back nine between both sort of, you know, both matches. Yeah. It was actually, it ended up being Sam Burns versus Cam Young. Not the final everybody expected, but I think it was like a final that actually was quite fun to sort of see, even though it actually finished quite early because Sam Burns just absolutely smashed it. Like, yeah. like he was literally on fire on the final match, right? Um, but I thought actually the way um, Scotty and um, 
Rory was playing in like the, the the match for third place was just really kind of funny. I think both of them was trying to just rip it. It was actually felt like a friendly match in a way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was kind of funny and pointless, but you know that sort of thing, especially with two of like I think is Rory num ranked number two now or is he number three? No, now? no, number two. He went up. I, w I was looking yes. at the. It's funny you say that. I was, was looking at two. the um, so at the rankings. Like yeah, so you've morning. got you've got the world number one and the world number two fighting for number three. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I mean, it would make sense. The, the only reason that I can make sense of this is the only reason that they were playing for third place is just, it's for money, no? Well, it's for money and it's for the points as well, right? So, yeah, so I'm thinking it's, it's, at this it still point, matters it's more for in a way. Do you know what yeah, I don't understand, yeah. right? Okay, I'm new to match play, as in to this format. So the, fi the, the finalists, uh, Cameron Young and Sam Burns, they played a total, please correct me if I'm wrong, they played a total of six rounds in four days. Is that right? That's right. That's, that's so right. much golf, man. That is so much golf. It takes a toll on you. So that's my first uh, question that I had. Second question that I had, on the final day, on the Sunday, it was Rory, Scotty, Sam Burns, and Cameron Young that played, yep. right? So fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth place, like, how does that work? Because they didn't really, they didn't go out head to head. If that makes it, does that make any sense? They didn't go head to head to kind of determine who was, who is, um, what do you call it? Who's fifth, who's sixth? Like, how, how do they determine that? Because if they need to, to play, if, if Scotty and Rory had to play to determine third and fourth, then how do you determine fifth and sixth? That's actually a really good question. Does That's that make sense? Really because question. nobody played in the, on, on the Sunday. Like, if you got knocked out, you just stopped playing, you went home. Yeah, uh, yeah. There we go. The answer is that um, basically people who make it to the quarterfinals but then lost, right? They get the same amount of money. Oh no way! Yeah, so it's like six hundred and forty-five thousand for like T five, T six, T seven, T eight. That's I wicked. Yes. Okay, okay. That's right. And then obviously like the same thing. So basically a band of four is it um but yeah so people in the bracket each bracket right because obviously you know with the match play format um it's in the form in in the way of the brackets right so every bracket has its own prize money distribution like yeah does that make sense yeah it makes sense it makes complete sense wow so yeah oh wow interesting did you know that this is going to be the last wgc match play event ever yeah that's right do you that's know the right. reason I mean, I think, uh well it's because of live isn't it <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Explain. It's because Liv, because Liv changed the way PGA is starting to like, you know, we'll organize some of these events. No, that's not the reason. Really? Yeah, that's not the reason. I did some research today because I've, I've, like I said, I've watched like six shots on in, in those six shots that I've seen. I heard the commentator say that they got, um, they, they got, uh, it's going to be the last event. So I remember that this morning I Googled it and I actually did some research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason is because uh, Austin, Austin? Uh, Austin? Austin Golf Club. Austin, yes. wait, pronounce that for me. Aust Austin. Austin. Austin Country Club. Or like Austin. Yeah. Aust Austin <laughs> Country Club basically went to PGA and they asked for more money and they asked to put the prices up for tickets for next year a lot higher. And yeah. P and the PGA came back and they were like, yeah, we, we don't want to give you any more money. We think the price for tickets are, is, is capped. Like we, we sh you shouldn't charge any more money for fans that come in to watch. So uh, they were going like back and forward, back and forward. And then a few months went by and, and Austin like realized that they're not going to get their way. So they went back to the PGA and they said, okay, fine. 
we will uh, accept your terms. We just want to carry on this um, this event going every year. And then PGA was like, nah, we're good. Like, don't worry about it. You kind of missed your chance. You ruined it. So so basically, that's the reason why it got cancelled. But... No way. Yes. I didn't know. I thought it was, some, I thought no, it was like a, just a restructure of no, the event. Yes. So what they thought was the PGA, because they're going to restructure and it's going to be like different scheduling uh, for 2024, they, I, I feel like the r- rumors are that they are going to have like a couple of match play events but they're not going to be at Austin. So they don't mind, like the PGA doesn't mind the, the match play events. They actually want to add match play events, and more match yes. play events, but yes. they just fell out with the country club itself because they just got too greedy. So they're like, uh, yeah, okay, we'll just go somewhere else. Like, don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, so, but then again, that that that, that golf course is really nice. It's it's, uh, it's very interesting. A lot of yeah, drama, it looks like, great. I remember like four, every, the every trees are nice. Every year, I uh, you know, I really like this event because the format, because you know the good players around the world, right? Um, And actually, a lot of points up for grabs. Uh, It's one of the last events prior to the uh, uh, Masters where you can qualify uh, for the Masters. So a lot of people, especially who are outside the top fifty in the world, Mm. are really making such a big push at this event to get into the Masters. Yeah. So speaking of the Masters, I've done some research. Yes. Ricky Fowler needs to finish. He's currently 59th. And as you said, you need to be in the top 50 to get an invitation for the Masters, correct? Automatic, yes. Yes. So Ricky Fowler hasn't received his uh, invitation and he, need, and he needed to, to, I think, the way it was, it was either he had to get to the quarterfinals or the semifinals and he would be, he would get enough points to be top 50. And he ended yep. up not, obviously not, not doing that. And he's currently 59th, right? So this week, he's one of the only decent players that's played at the Valero Texas Open mm-hmm. to try and like finish, finish quite high to be able to finish top 50 in the world to be able to play in the week after at the Masters. So for anybody listening, do what you will, gamble responsibly, but I feel like Ricky Fowler would be a good bet for this weekend. He that's has to play well. He's going to be really motivated. And saying that, I have the golf ranking points in front of me. And it's actually quite interesting. So uh, in the speaking of the Valero Texas Open, let's have a look. Who's, who's playing? Um, where is it? Ricky Fowler is obviously playing. Taylor Montgomery, he's 58th. He needs to play well. Um, Tyrrell Hassel's playing. But again, I don't, I don't know why he's playing. Because he's 17th. He's well in the Masters. I mean, surely you want to... Go to the Masters, get some practice rounds in, you know, get comfortable with like your surroundings. Like, why are you wasting your time at the. No, don't you think? I absolutely think, you know, I think the Valero Texas Open, right? Yeah. As well as, to be fair, the Dale match play, yeah. right? They are one of the hottest betting events in golf. Yeah, it's because you need to. There's it's certain because players. there's always going to be, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, always yeah. going to be at least a few players who are making that huge push yeah. to make it into the to the masters right so these guys are motivated they're participating they've got all sort of like you know training programs in there and they are and these are a lot of them are already good players who just really want to make that push right so um yeah i think it's going to be a huge event and massive good potential you know what it is right i'm actually I'm, yeah make some money i'm um, responsibly I'm, by the way yes I, yes I like don't 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 hold me to that don't bet might, your, your might, life might, savings 
and on Ricky Farah and then come back at me and be like, what, what, I've listened to you. Like, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, I genuinely think Yo, it's going to be a decent to bet. You. I'm oh going to put all my life savings don't, please into don't do that. Don't Ricky do that. Fowler, okay? Don't, don't do that. I've said it here first. Episode 34, Rice and Slides Podcast <laughs> Season 2. Okay, I've gambled my life savings oh on Ricky God. Fowler yeah. to win the Valero No, 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 not to win. Open. Top 8. E- each top play eight. each top way. Eight. Top, top 8. Top 8 or top 5. We've said it first. Okay, okay, listen. Just, just gamble responsibly, yeah. I'm. That's not. <laughs> I'm no professional. Believe me. I'm. I, I tell you what. I'm that much of not a professional. I put 150 pounds on John Rahm to win at the 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 match play event, and he got knocked no out. Way. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. So don't listen by to me, Ricky Fowler. Oh so my don't God. listen to me. I I won like a football bet a few weeks ago, and I had like some money in my account, and I didn't transfer it over. So I was like, yeah, John Rahm is looking good. <laughs> he'll definitely finish, like, he'll definitely make it to the quarters. He got knocked out, like, second round. Anyway, oh so gosh. I'm looking at the Valero Texas Open, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's eight names that I recognize. Maybe ten, right? It's not It's not a great, like, Ricky Fowler is a good bet. Tyrrell Hatt was playing... Hideki Matsuyama's playing, but he's like, he dropped. Like, he's not doing very well. He's 20, he's 21st. Obviously, he, he's good for the Masters forever. But uh, yeah, it's Ryan Fox is playing. Um, Taylor Montgomery, like I said, he's 58th. He needs to play decent. Um, and I'm looking at the, where is it? I've got it in front of me somewhere. The world racking points, right? Mm-hmm. Have you, have you, when was the last time you've seen the world racking points? To be honest with you, not like a long time ago. I haven't seen okay, him. That's why I asked you. I don't I'm even glad, know who's number one. And I think, okay. you know, I think, yeah, yeah. Rory's number two, yeah. Okay. So Rory's number two. John Rahm is number three, which just moved down. Um, let's go down. So top 50. So Telemore ju- just made 50. He's 50th. Taylor Gooch, he's 52nd. I don't think he's, he's getting an invite anyway. Harold Varner, the third, obviously live player. I'm surprised he's 57th best world ranking. Like, and he's been at um with, with Liv for like a year, ish, mm. right? I, I'm really surprised. Do you know who else really, really, genuinely surprises me? You mean Liv, a Liv player? Yeah, Cam Smith. Somehow yeah. he's like fifth. Dude, how does that work? Man's one event. Cameron Smith hasn't played a PGA Tour event in the past. Maybe eight months, and he's still yep. fifth. Max Homer's That's just right. behind him. Uh, DJ's somewhere in the 20s, I think. Justin Thomas? Not Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas has moved from the top 10 for the first time in 10 years this weekend, so he didn't play very well. It's it's a very interesting, like, um, what do you call it? Min Woo Lee, because he played well at the at the Dell uh, match play. He got um, an invite. He 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 went over the top fifty. I'm like, mate, I can't wait for this for this year's Masters. I genuinely can't wait. My question for the Masters is, do you see anybody but Scotty Scheffler winning the Masters this year? Whew, tough one. I tell you it, what, it, I mean, I've, always, I've I've said it. I've said it like in a couple of well, like side of the year that I'm rooting for Cam Smith, right? Because I've always liked the guy, but he's he's not been doing well, has he? In Live Tour, like he's not been doing great. No, he he, and uh, not many other good players have been doing well. Like the last four people that won, I, I don't even remember the names on on live. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, they're, they're like quite irrelevant. Like the new... I know it sounds yeah, horrible, yeah. but it's true. Like, ah, what's it called? What's it called again? There is this guy, you know, wow, what's it called again? Anyway, Danny Lee, that's right. He won yeah. the last event, right? And then it was like uh, Charles Howell something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Won Ch- the Charles Schwartzel? Schwartzel. No, no, no. That He was the first ever winner. Okay, Brendan Grace, Henry Stenson, obviously, yes. DJ, obviously, yes. You know, but still, it's... Like, do you know what it is? I think I, f- I think I figured it out. Us as human it's beings, we need motivation. We need yeah. something to look forward to. We need something to work towards. You know, we need, okay, if I win this week, I'm going to take home $2 million, $3 million, $10 million, whatever the price is, right? So you've got that motivation to get up in the morning, practice even more, you know, put the time in, put the effort in, put the work in, you know, and make sure that you perform so you get paid. This is the one good reason about having cuts is because the one bad thing obviously is if you don't get, it, it, there's a lot of players that are, that are, are really relying on making cuts to be able to survive in a way, right? Mm. Pay the bills, mm. be able to play, you know, the week after, pay the caddies, have enough money to kind of travel and all that kind of stuff. That's one bad thing. But the good thing is, it's motivation to make the cut. Now, all the live players, they got silly money to play for live. They have no motive. Like whether they win or come last, they're still getting paid millions. They're still getting sponsorship deals. Like they're still getting paid stupid money. So what with what motivation are you going to go out and practice and play well and try and win events when you've already got paid? Like you have nothing to worry about. This is why you don't really see the, the really the good the big names kind of performing for live, right? So mm. I don't think Cam Smith would play well. Or it could be the opposite, where Cam Smith actually plays so well that he like reminds the world how good he actually is, because he wants to prove like you know what? Yes, I want to live. Yes, I got paid, but I can still play golf. Makes sense. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. But makes sense. saying that, I genuinely don't see anybody but Scotty Scheffler winning. I hope. I hope my. Uh, I really hope Jordan. Um, not Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. Rory. Is- Rory wins, obviously. Uh, Jordan Spieth, I wouldn't, I don't know. I think he'll be good. He's playing very well. My outside bet for this year, and you, and you might laugh at me, my outside bet for the Masters, Minwuli. Jason Day. You heard Jason it here first. Or, or you heard it here first. Jason Day. Controversial. Very, very. I'm so happy. Ricky Fowler, Jason Day, Minwuli are. Well, forget me and we leave for a second. Those two players. I've, you ever even been to Australia? It doesn't matter. I don't have to go to Australia to enjoy. To, but, you to support, like me and we- but you support the Oz. Doesn't doesn't make a difference. I, I love me, me and Willie. He's him, Max Homer, Tom Kim. All these players are the future of golf. Yes. We need to get behind them, and I'm so happy that he's playing well. I'm ha- I'm I'm so I'm so happy. Ricky Fowler and Jason Day have found the game again. And, you know, they're playing well and they're, they're in the conversation of good golfers again. I'm so happy. Jason Day will be my outside pick for the Masters. Uh, uh, I think uh, Scotty Shefflan, I'm not a fan. I'm not going to lie to you. Everybody, well, you know, Chenji. I'm, I'm <laughs> Cause very vocal. Because you described him as water. water. Very boring, <laughs> very bland. Perfect swing. Well, not perfect swing. He's got a really weird, like, swing. But he doesn't make many mistakes. Just bland, boring golf. In my opinion, I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of other people that agree with me, but he's just not an exciting player to watch. He's just too good. I'm like, stop being so good. Was it yesterday? 
he, he was in a par three and he like he got it to like four inches away. He only got a hole in one. I'm like, just relax, man. Like, why? Just calm down. And the worst part why is... Wouldn't you, why wouldn't you say that about Tiger Woods? He was the same thing during his day. Yeah, but nobody expected Tiger Woods to be so good. Every, okay. every, like he was always, he was the Min Lee, he, um, Jason Day. He was the outsider. And then he was like, outsider, I'll show you the outsider. That's why he was the underdog that until he started smashing everybody up. But I mean, that's why, but he started as the underdog and then he was like proving everybody wrong. So people just instantly fell in love with him, right? Scotty Scheffler, he's just too good for no reason. Like he doesn't even try to be good at golf. He just, he's just so natural with it. It's just like, like Jordan Spieth, for example, right? Jordan Spieth can easily drive a 340-yard uh, green and he can easily slice a ball into the water. Like, you won't see that with Scottish Scheffler. Like, it's exciting to watch Jordan Spieth play because you don't know what you're going to get. One day, he's going to be incredible golf. Like, in one of my favorite short game players, especially, like, around the greens, like, flop shots and, like, really deep, rough, difficult shots. It's, Jordan Spieth is just unbelievable, right? But you don't you don't know what you're gonna get. With Scotty Scheffler, you're like, okay, yeah, you know, he's gonna be, oh yeah, tapping birdie, you know, ten foot eagles, no problem, you know. But it's just like, I don't know, for me, a bit boring. But that's just me. Mm, fair enough. And especially for somebody who has such an unpredictable swing, he has such a predictable he, he has, yeah, good mate, golf game. He's his driver's swing is really weird. Like the way he moves his body and his like right leg and the way he follows through. It's he's like he's even, dancing. Right? It's, it's like yes. he's dancing salsa. Yes, know? yes, it's perfect shake everything. Shake so weird, so weird. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's um, it's gonna be good. I'm really excited to. Um, you know, I tell you what. In a way, I'm still kind of rooting for, and like you know, even I might be you know betting on Cam Smith because he is extra motivated. He knows it's probably one of his last seasons where he, you know, where he needs to make the Masters. He needs to win the Masters to get a lifetime exemption. Yeah into the Nasus, right? So in a way, a lot of these live guys and not including, you know, Sergio Garcia, Dustin Johnson, who've already, Bubba Watson, who've already, already won the Masters, but those who haven't won the Masters are going to be extra motivated to gain lifetime exemption into the Masters, which is going to be so hard to come by. I get that. And you have a really good point. But like I said, I don't think Cam Smith is better than but if there was John one Ram. event Cam Smith would want to, to win this oh, year. Big time. Oh, big, 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 big time. One. Do you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. And now I'm uh, I'm just making this up, right? I haven't heard this any anywhere. Do you think that Liv would... This is this, this may be really silly of me to say, right? They might go to the Liv players and say, okay, you lot are playing um, at, the, at the Masters this year. Um, if you win we will give you $3 million, $4 million as a bonus. Do you think that might be a thing? Does that make sense? Okay, so like a bonus on top of a bonus. Yeah, basically. so to... On top of a, so, top of a so, you know, win. Yeah, to motivate them to play well, because obviously it's good for Liv if any Liv player even makes a cut, or, you know, you know you know what I mean. It's, it's good publicity yeah, yeah, yeah. for them. And imagine, imagine being a Sunday, last player out, your... Um, what's the word? What's the word? Featured group, Cam yeah. Smith, and he's wearing like his team uniform, whatever team he plays for. Probably yeah. has like live, live, live golf uh, emblem, little badge on the side of his t-shirt, right? Yeah. So that will help live so much, right? Because that's just free advertising. 
So surely Liv or, you know, the board would be like, okay, Cam, Cam Smith or whoever, DJ, whoever's going and playing. If you win, we will give you $4 million for extra motivation. I'll tell you what, it might, ha- it might be the case, you know. I wouldn't you know, be surprised. I, I do wonder as well, do the club manufacturers also pay players an extra bonus if they actually, you know, either win or make it top five, top What do you 10, mean? Of course. Add the majors. Yes. That's a silly question. Yeah. We spoke about this a few, uh, like a bunch of episodes we, ago. We, we we did, but that's like titlers, you know, that's their model anyway, right? But, you know, the oh, tailor-made, no. um, like, you know, if, for example, Rory wins, oh. you know, Rory already gets paid 10 million, 20 million a year I for, think, like, you know, using I think, tailor-made clubs. Yes. But they win the Masters, right? Surely they have bonuses. Surely they have bonuses. I mean, depending on your contract, Titleist, one hundred percent, ninety-eight percent of 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 their like players are, are is literally bonuses. That's all they get paid. You make the cut, you get paid. Finish top twenty, top thirty, top ten, top five, top one. You get more and more and more and more money, right? Mm. Taylor made. I think there's a lot of bonuses go like floating about. Like I, I genuinely don't think that there's a bunch of. Um, there's a bunch of players that don't know exactly how much money they make because they're like, I, I don't know. I think if you get, I wouldn't be surprised if they've got like bonuses, like uh, if you make a hole in one, we'll give you a bonus. It might, it might, it's not going to be millions, but it might be 10, 20 grand from like the club manufacturer or whatever because of the, how many times that's going to get like, oh, perfect example. What's his name? Sawgrass, 17th hole. Is it Aaron Rye? Oh, Aaron Rye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, sponsored English, English golfer yeah, yeah. with the two. Yeah, he's sponsored by me and my golf. He's sponsored by me and my golf, right? And yes, I'm, yes, been for a very long time. Yeah, for yeah. a very, very like I think for like the entire since the beginning since of, of his pro. pro career, right? Yeah. So I was I was watching. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe me and my golf are sponsoring a player. So that player, sorry, that player, um, is getting sponsored by me and my golf, which is incredible. And then he goes out and gets a hole in one. Now, that that clip will get uh, um, repeatedly played for the next 50 years, for example, right? Yes. And all you can see is me and my golf logo on his on his T-shirt. Surely me and my golf are going to give this player like some sort of bonus. That's in the contract. Can we tag Andy and Piers on this? Andy and Piers, I know you're listening. <laughs> uh, I know you know the answer because it's you that, that sponsored him. Just, 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 just help us out. I mean, it might be like a confidi- confidi- whatever, confidentiality agreement. Confidential, you know, non-disclosure agreement. Yeah, so yeah. you probably can't answer. But if you can't answer, just like this post. And we know that you can't answer. If you can answer, and just let us know if, if Aaron Rye got, 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 a, got a bonus. Yeah? Thank you. We love you. We, we can't wait to meet you face to face. So That's- there you go. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I said, you know, I think Liv is going to get tons of publicity, right, from the Masters because all the players will be wearing, you know, the Liv gear, um, you know, will have Liv on their hats. Yeah. Patrick Reed will get, you know, will be you know, decked out in Liv gear. So it's, so, it's going to be interesting so to see. Weird. I'll tell you what, it's going to be so interesting to see the dynamics of everything, right? And I also wonder, are they going to be pairing the Liv players together like they have, not, like they have done, for example, at... Yeah. You know the BMW PJ Championship back in in Wentworth last September, right? Yeah. 
Um, but obviously, they cannot make that decision. Actually, they might even do it if they make it to the sort of if they make the cut, right? And they just pair them based on their places. They just pair the closest and the place together. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. You know? Do you know? For what's the word? For television purposes, I think they're going to try and is it shunned? Is that the word? Yes, shun. Um, the the live players, so they're going to give them as little TV time as possible, unless they're playing really well and they make it to the final day and they're part of a featured group. But I think in the in the beginning, I will be unless it's like a hole in one and like an incredible shot. I don't think we're going to see any highlights on the, on the YouTube pages or even on the Sky Sports Golf or whatever. I think that's that's been the case for a, a couple of other majors that happened since Live started started. So it's going to be very interesting. And I'm not surprised. And I think it's well-deserved, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, of course, look at that. I mean, because Sky Sports, CBS, Golf, right? The US broadcasting rights of uh, PGA. Yeah. They're very well, obviously, they've got a very good relationship with PGA Tour. And I can only imagine the kind of conversation that's going on behind the curtains between the executives at, you know, PGA Tour and the, you know, CBS, Sky Sports, um, you know, other countries' broadcasters to say, right, you know, you are not going to give the lift players any, any screen time. No. Right. Um, unless absolutely like you know, they are in the final group of the Masters on a Sunday. Um, so, yeah, definitely can see that happening. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so it'd be interesting. I do wonder. Yeah. Actually, because, you know, the Masters has very, very strict uh, rules about broadcasting. Right. Yeah. Like, for example, they cannot name the guests as guests they have to name them patrons right mm. uh, you cannot have more than this amount of commercials commercial breaks you know in throughout this tournament yep. right there's certain things that you cannot do in terms of like you know what kind of commercials are uh, sort of shown at during the breaks during the intervals so it's very well curated and i do wonder if augusta uh, nationals committee right have and a meeting with between you know all the parties involved and saying right okay you know put your pettiness aside you know we're going to give all players uh, equal you know sort of broadcasting rights to kind of appeal to all golf fans or i don't know they nah. must have had they must have had that conversation and i think we're going to find out very soon right at the masters what is going to be like is it going to be like one of those you know usual uh, pj tour dp world tour events where both parties could have you know both live players and um PGA Tour players attend and then they're going to give them no screen time or is Augusta stepping in and saying that you know don't give them all the screen time or like you know reduce the screen time exposure but you know in the fairness of the game the spirit of the game whatsoever give them a bit more screen time does that make sense oh it makes complete sense um again we're just kind of saying our thoughts we don't know what's going to happen it could be one or the other whatever I, I don't think they're going to give them any screen time and I don't think that Augusta will disagree with the PGA Tour. So it'd be interesting to see. I can't wait to, to, to see what happens. Um, two weeks to go. Two weeks. Two of the two Masters. Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, I want to give you... Moving on. Is that okay with you? Yeah, of course. Of course. I have a hot take. Go on. Very hot take. We love hot takes. Very hot. A lot of hot takes today. Driving ranges are not helping with your golf. Agreed. Really? No way. I'm so surprised you said agreed. 
Why are you surprised? I told you for like, I told you like a long time ago. I stopped going to driving ranges until I absolutely have to. Always like, you know, top golf or driving range with the, with friends. You know, like yeah. Just just for a laugh and a drink, not to uh, exactly, sharpen your exactly. skills of golf. Let me tell exactly. you what happened to me. Go on. So I I get a new driver, Ping G430. We covered it in a couple of episodes ago. Very mm-hmm. good driver. But it's a new driver for me, right? I'm a 16 handicapper player. I'm not, you can't just give me any driver and I can hit it. I need practice with it. I need to get comfortable with it. Are you, are you, are you downing vodka right now? It's a glass of water, mate. <laughs> That's very bougie water, mate. I've never seen water like this. It looks like a bottle of vodka. I'm so sorry. <laughs> for those of you not, you know, listening and not watching the YouTube. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> drinking a bottle of water. Dr- Chenji's drinking a bottle of water, but a very fancy glass, like very nice labeled bo- bottle of water. It looks like a bottle of vodka. Right, anyway, so <laughs> driving ranges. <laughs> so I got my new driver. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going on a golf holiday in a, literally two weeks today or whatever it is. And I want to, I want to play well. Like, not, I don't want to shoot the lights out, but you know, I want to have a good time. Uh, um, there's a lot of water. There's oceans left and right of us, so I, I want to enjoy my time and I want to play decent golf. Right now, I don't feel very comfortable with my driver, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to dedicate some time. I'm not going to go and play as much golf, and I'm going to go to the driving range and just hit my driver a bunch of times. So I, I had this idea. I want to hit my drive. I want to hit 1,000 uh, shots with my driver before I go to Bulgaria. That way, I can get comfortable with it. You know, I know how to hit it, and I get used to the weight because it's, it's a bit different. I can I can get used to the to the actual technology. I, I can get used to my driver. Right, that was the plan. I went just yesterday. I got 120 balls. 80 of them were with the driver. I went today. 120 balls, 90 were with the, were with the driver. I started uh, yesterday. I didn't mess with my driver at all. I just kept it as it was. Today, I changed the loft. I changed the shafts. I changed the, the weight in the back. I put it to, um, what do you call it? To um, fade bias, to draw bias back in the center. I tried everything, right? I couldn't hit a drive past 210 yards. Does that make sense to you? And that was a uh, what range? Top tracer range. So a good range with a top tracer. So you see what, exactly how far you're going. The One of those automatic things where you put the balls in the machine and the balls like pop up. Everything good, right? But I didn't enjoy it. Now, the drive, the driving range, the best play, the best um, <coughs> club, shall we say, to train with is the driver. Because it's teed up like it would be in real life if play if you're playing golf, um, you know the ground is okay. You know it's very realistic to when you're playing golf. But if you're going there and you're hitting your five iron or your sand wedge or your pitching wedge or any other club off the ground, the ground at top, tra- especially top tracer driving ranges, is perfect, right? So it's difficult to hit a bad shot. That's not realistic because when you go out and you play a real life round of golf. Chances are your lie is going to be bad. Uh, you might be sitting up. You might, the ball might be sitting down. Uh, you might be in a divot. You might be mud. There might be mud on your ball. You know, your your um, the ball might be above your feet, below your feet. You know, it might be a hill. It's not 
realistic. And then you're flushing all these shots at the driving range. And then you go to the to the golf course and you can't hit a decent ball. And you're like, but I was hitting it so well at the driving range. Well, no wonder. Because your conditions were perfect at the driving range. If anything, the ground like helps helps you like glide the club across the ground for you to get a decent strike at it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hitting my driver trying to practice. And I'm like, I can't do it, man. Like, I'm struggling. So keep in mind... Did, I'm, it, did it feel like that you were driving it a 200, only 210 yards? Or did it feel like you were driving it more, but it just didn't go and show that way? I hit so many balls that by the end, I was, I was obviously, I was a bit tired. And I was like, I wasn't comfortable with my driver. But not only that, I wasn't comfortable because I wasn't hitting decent shots. So I was like, okay, so I'm doing something wrong. So I'm constantly trying to change things, right? So I'm like, as an experiment, I went in my golf bag and I got Kirkland balls. I'm like, with the idea of, I'm going to hit a Kirkland ball on a top tracer range. So I'm going to see exactly how far I go. Downside is I'm going to lose this ball. But I'm like, just to see, because it didn't make sense. I was smashing the ball as hard as I could, for example. It was going dead straight. I look at the top tracer and I'm like 205 yards. Like, there's no chance. There's no way. I could hit my hybrid way further than that. There's no way my driver's only going 210 yards. It doesn't make sense. But I'm like, okay, I'll give it a go. Today, I'll, I'll try Kirkland balls. I'm like, okay, it is what it is. They're quite cheap. I've got some used balls in my bag. I'll just hit a few. My average distance with a Kirkland ball at the driving range using top tracer was 260 yards. So a difference of 50 yards just that, for the change of ball. Listen, I know that the balls that we use at driving ranges are not the best of balls. They've been hit and hit and hit. But More not times like, than you can count. But not like that big of a deviation. I thought the difference would be 15 to 20 yards. Yeah. I did like, not I mean, expect I usually, 50 yards. I usually, I usually add like 10 yards for like a mid-iron. Yes. And then I add like maybe 20 um, yards on like a driver. I've taken some pictures. I don't know if I can find it. Let me that's, let me have a look. So it's horrible, man. And, and you, it was yeah, such a mate, big difference. You, def, you definitely don't hit it 210 yards. There's no chance. There's no way. I'm not saying no I'm a good chance. player, but there's no way I'm I'm hitting it um 200 and whatever yards. No, I've got the picture in front of me now. This was my first, the first ball that I hit. Right, uh, a total of 258 yards, carried 243 yards. Flat carry, 243 yards. Ball speed, 156 miles per hour. Dude. The the, the yellow Strixon top, rate, uh, top tracer balls that I will be using, I, I promise you, I couldn't get it past 215 yards. So that That's put horrible. me off. So I'm like, why am I here hitting balls when the, the, the I'm not going to get the same flight, the same speed, the same distance, the same everything as I would in real life of golf? So yes, it's not even a case of sharpening my swing because if I'm swinging and I see that the ball's not going very far or the ball's like slicing because it might be cracked or the ball's going left or right or whatever, then that doesn't help me in real life. So why am I going to the driving range spending two hours when I'm not getting the practice I need to be getting? And that's why, you know, professionals or not even professionals like you know real scratch golfers right you know and i know for example at my previous club when they practice at the driving range right they always go to the grass area right and they use their own balls yeah i mean if you're going to you, go and pick up your own balls then fair keep in mind i was using kirkland balls i wasn't even using previ ones 
Which is going to go like 270 at least. Well, it's going to go a little bit further, yes. Even my misses with a Kirkland ball, and I hit like 10 shots. Obviously, I lost 10 balls. Even, even my bad shots, they were like 230, 235, 40 yards. So it's like, what's the point? Either change, I don't know. I don't, like, it's expected because obviously they're not going to be changing the golf balls, the, the practice at the, at the driving range, like every week. That, that's fair. That's, I'm not expecting that. But I did not expect that much of a gap, that much of a difference. And obviously, I wasn't swinging any faster. If anything, by the end, I was swinging slower because I was so tired of hitting balls. But it was still going 260, 265 yards. Yeah, I agree. The driving range at this point, and that's why the whole driving range model really should be changing towards like, you know, again, um, top trace of fun, you know, fun games with friends, top golf, you know, kind of like, you know, games with friends and make it like a social occasion because if you're anything into golf, right, you know, the driving range doesn't help your game because you feel like, right, I mean, on the why am I hitting so much longer on the golf course whereas I'm hitting it so much less than on the on the driving range and you try to mess around with your swing and plus if you're hitting off a mat it's not going to help much with your golf game anyway because the lines are very much different so yeah it, it's bad for your wrist as well yeah because you know when you hit down on grass right you cut through the turf mm -hmm. whereas if you hit down on the mat on the driving range you basically exert over and over that stress on your wrist right? yes on your leading wrist so and I've made that painful mistake of like you know what two two three years ago now i suppose when i first really got really into golf yeah. right i went to the driving range and i hit like 500 balls and the next thing i know what in one day 500 balls yeah, in like one session over like what two and a half hours or oh something. my god that's mad i know and then literally on like the 501st ball i mean I, I don't know like you know whatever number it is yeah right this sharp pain on my wrist that, and that, basically that's very natural though like not only and not only have I not played golf for like three months after that, right? But I feel like that old sort of injury is haunting me since. Yeah, in I'm terms not. Of I'm not. Five hundred is crazy amount of a. Uh, my whole body was knackered the yeah, next day, mate. Yeah. So yeah, it's. Uh, I'm gutted because I, I do enjoy going at driving range, and and I genuinely enjoy going at the top trace and trackman driving ranges, but it's like after after doing this little experiment and seeing how much big of a difference it is i'm like I'm, i kind of got put off and after i did that i had like 30 40 balls left and i was like forget that i just literally packed my bag and went home it's like i don't know man it's it's very off-putting because let's say i want to go work on my fade or i'm gonna want to go and work on my draw i can't because if i'm hitting a crappy broken shrixen ball well it's not gonna work for me unless i'm using that exact same ball in real life and I'm never going to do that, am I? So mm. it's, it's I don't know, it's very weird. It's, mm. um what's the word I'm looking Fully for? Fully agree. Is it a catch-22? Is that a catch-22? Catch-22, yeah. So yeah, catch, it's, it's, it's a very catch weird Catch-21, one. catch-22. So if it's catch-22, what's catch-21? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think you're, mate, you're the I smart one out, out of this group. <laughs> so don't, don't ask me any questions. Just because I'm dressed smart doesn't yeah, mean I'm Yeah, you're dressed smart. very smart today, actually. You say. Mate, I dress like I'm... I'm straight back from like golf hospitality. I yeah, look at you. Like, I you put that on before. <laughs> if anybody's watching, uh, Chenji today, he's wearing a blazer, like a shirt, like he just finished work in a corporate world. And he was like, okay, let's get the podcast done because, uh, yeah, we need to move to get the podcast done. And then he put the, the, his, uh, his um, old course hat on that we got from the Open last year. And I'm like, dude, you look like you, like you just got taken to a golf event and you just, just to belong, somebody gave you this hat just to blend in. 
and you have no idea anything about golf. You don't know what you're doing. And I, and he's like, yeah, it's it's, it's and, a, and you're just there for the booze. And you're just there to drink and they're just trying to blend you in. It's like a, it's like when you go and watch like a football game and they give you like a football shirt to wear for that relative team. Just so they're like, oh yeah, I'm a I'm a big time supporter of uh, I don't know Leighton Orient, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's it's one of those. Anyway, that is all I have for this week's podcast, Shenji. Do you have anything to add for this week? No, so I think we've got a lot to talk about leading up to the Masters, but you know, let's keep it tight. Let's keep it tight. Thing. It's a very short episode this week. Uh, I'm actually rushing a little bit. I've, I'm I'm going to go and watch John Wick at the cinemas with my brother. <laughs> so that's why I wanted to do the podcast a little bit earlier, Shenji. But yeah, guys, uh, I will give you a full review of John Wick next week, if I remember. <laughs> uh, next week, the episode sh- should be a little, obviously, a like another five, 10 minutes longer, but it is what it is. You know, we move. At least we got a podcast out. So yeah, Chenji, thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Um, get in touch with us. DM us on Instagram. DM us on TikTok. And we will see you again next week. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.